Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name's Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor and have designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be covering revenge and the victim. If you've been following my podcast, you know how I feel about strengthening the victim of bullying. I think it's important to help them develop confidence and develop the self-esteem and self-acceptance in dealing with relationships, dealing with their academics, even dealing with employment further down the road. And you also know that bullies are motivated by power. They love to have and they love to execute power over someone and they look for people who are weak and they also look for differences in people. And it's almost like they have some type of radar or antennas that go up and they can they know exactly what to do to certain people. Well, in this episode, what I'm going to be covering is revenge and the victim. Victims are motivated by revenge. They have to get back and they have to get even at some point. The problem is they haven't sought out enough help And they don't know how to solve some basic problems in relationships. And they don't know what to do, surely, when they're bullied. Now, if a child is raised in a home that is one of abuse, neglect, and at times even 
so autocratic that it, it just can't be managed. And they don't feel as if they have a voice in the home and they're always put down and they're always berated by either mom or dad. They already are playing this game, if you will, at a loss because they come to school already frightened about how to deal with people who may act like mom or dad, who may berate them, pick on them, belittle them, you know, and so on. And once a child figures out his own weaknesses and doesn't know how to deal with it, anger builds. Now, let me make something clear here. Anger is a fair emotion to have. People get angry all the time. And situational anger is okay. I got angry at something. I took the steps necessary to solve the problem. And now I'm over it. But victims who are bullied and abused and neglected get angry and don't know how to solve the problem. They don't know how to confront. They don't know how to have productive conflict. And they certainly understand their own weakness in this area. And because they can't deal with those situations what happens is the anger turns into bitterness. Bitterness is deep-seated and long-term. Anger is something that can be passing. I get angry, I take care of it, it's over. Bitterness sticks in the heart and in the mind of a person and even in the soul. It becomes part of their being and every situation that they encounter that gives them a hard time and they know they can't solve the problem, that bitterness just grows. Now, I want you to take a look for a moment with me at this process. A young child is bitter, doesn't know how to deal with issues, doesn't know how to deal with problems. And they used to use the word years ago that was called stuffing. They stuff it down inside of them. They stuff it in their heart and in their soul. And think for a moment of a piece of land, a field. And you plant the seeds of bitterness in this field. And at some point, when they are reminded of their weakness, and they're reminded of their inabilities, that bitterness starts to sprout up in different areas. It may sprout up in a relationship. It could sprout up in school. It could sprout up on the job, but it, it starts to spring up. And before you know it, this person now has a panoramic view of the world and he's angry at the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's angry at the world. He's angry at everyone. And he doesn't know what to do with it. 
and he lives life almost with a cloud over him, believing that the next person, the next relationship, the next experience that he has is going to call attention to his weaknesses and he's not going to know what to do with it. Now, I followed, there was a series out, it was called Mind Hunters, where they studied the profiles of several serial killers. One of them was Edmund Kemper, and there were several others, but the one that stood out to me was Edmund Kemper. Edmund Kemper was berated, he was picked on, he was abused by his mother. And as you watched this series, you found that every serial killer that they interviewed seemed to have mom problems. Now, I'm not blaming moms for any of this. I'm just giving you the details of the show that I happened to watch. And Edmund Kemper went out on a killing spree and he became a serial killer and killed women all over the country. And he was he remained bitter after each killing. He was still angry and he still had a look for a way to take out that anger on society, if you will. The anger and the bitterness left when he finally killed his mother. And when you look at victims of bullying, and I'm not saying all victims of bullying are going to be serial killers, and I'm not saying that all victims of bullying have mother issues or parent issues. What I am saying is there's a certain amount of revenge that a victim wants to exercise somewhere. He's too afraid to confront the bully. He's too afraid to confront his mother. So he looks for ways to take out that anger and that bitterness on someone or something. When you look at uh, Nicholas Cruz, he had all manner of family difficulty. This is the, the, um, the kid that was involved in the Parkland shooting. When you look at Nicholas Cruz, he had all manner of problems in the home. He was bullied in school. And people looked at him and said that there's something wrong, but they didn't want to confront him because they were too afraid of him. He had to take out that revenge. He had to put that revenge somewhere. And he took it out on the school. And he killed people in the school. There is a vortex of violence. The vortex is an upside-down triangle, and I'm going to post this diagram in the episode of um, in this episode in the description. And what happens is power travels from the strongest to the weakest, and by th- by that I mean. 
the power that it, the abuse that is associated with that power travels from the strongest to the weakest and it travels down that triangle triangle to the very tip and at the bottom is the victim and he takes the abuse takes the the neglect takes the belittling the berating he takes it or she takes it and what happens is they sit on it for just so long before they have to get even and they take out their revenge on others they're no longer angry they're bitter and they've got to do something because this is just boiling inside of them it's eating away at them and they need to have a place to put this and that's the scary part folks there is there is a reason why i speak continuously about strengthening the victims of bullying the stronger that the victim can get and i don't mean a strong like body strong i mean confidence strong the less the chance the less the chances that they will they will become so bitter that they won't know what to do with it and take out that revenge on someone else this is a critical piece of dealing with bullying and dealing with victims and there are a lot of angry people the years ago the the um, the catchphrase was going postal because you used to have people go into a po- they worked at a post office they went in they had a problem with their boss whatever it was that was just the straw that broke the camel's back then they go in and shoot up the post office people go in and shoot up workplaces now they shoot up borough halls they shoot from towers they shoot from everywhere these people are angry people and bitter and if you look at their profile if you try and figure it out you'll discover that somewhere along the line there was abuse they were belittled they were berated and they didn't know what to do they didn't know how to respond they sat on that anger the anger became bitter and they almost became bitter at the world and they had to do something now take the steps do what you can to strengthen victims I don't think we ever heard of a bully going in and shooting up a school. It's always the victim of bullying. And it's not enough for the victim to take care of the bully. As a matter of fact, he might not even shoot the bully. He just shoots everybody else. Take the steps that are necessary to strengthen the victims of bullying. If you do, if you do, you'll have more confident te- uh, children who will become confident adults they will understand how to handle relationships they'll understand how to express themselves they will understand productive conflict and they will be able to function in this world without a bitter spirit and a bitter soul that is 
that has seeds in it that are springing up all over the place. And by the way, those, that seed can be watered by a lot of things, by a lot of experiences that can cause that thing to grow and get so big that it can become unmanageable for the victim. One final word is this. Strengthen the victims of bullying and help them manage life on their own with confidence, with a good conscience, and with the ability to move forward and become productive adults. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. I'll have that link put up on the, um, epi- in the episode description. There's a ton of stuff there that you can use. And please, take a look at the products. Take a look at the, um, the courses that are there. There's plenty of free stuff, but do what you can to take a look at things. Possibly you can use something, you know, uh, in school, lesson plans, videos, whatever the case may be. Take a look at the stuff that's there. That website supports a lot of the stuff that I do to try and stop the bullying epidemic. So do your best in that area. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101.